Social media family, what's up out there? Social media family, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, y'all. hold on, hold on, y'all. Social media family, what's up, y'all? Woo, top of the morning, grand rising, y'all. What's up, tune in, tune in, tune in, baby. nature just me and God but I was moved with a message today so let me go and get this out real quick so whoever catch it catch it it's for who is for ain't no such thing as strange happiness ain't no such thing as coincidences I want to say this two things real quick and it's especially for people who got something going on who got ideas who got agendas who got visions who got dreams they chasing goals they pursuing of course these people got people in their life they got family they got children they got associates <clears throat> they probably got a better half a wife or a husband this morning i'm giving up free game and this is something that could be applied to what we're using right now social media you watching me on social media so we living in the day and age of social media they may take facebook and instagram one day and people like me we still gonna be boots on the ground we still gonna be doing our thing we still gonna be getting it popping with Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, you get you get to a glimpse into people like us life. People like us, what I mean by people like us, is people who got stuff going on. Got like rap careers, singing careers, uh, speaking careers. It take all type of people to make up the world. Just like it take all type of people to make up a team, right? So we gonna use the team analogy with the social media analogy. Because I'm starting to realize, and I've been realizing it. That's why they said a sucker's born every minute. Everybody's not on the same level. That's why they actually grade you in school on comprehension. I have a very high comprehension level. Not bragging, not being arrogant, not being conceited. I'm stating facts. I could look at something and immediately decipher what's really going on within seconds. Sometimes before I even see it. Sometimes my homie be talking and I be saying to my mind, I don't even know how he's messing with that person. It was the reason why I was never messing with that person. In fact, intuition be so high that I quit advising people on who to mess with and let them find out for themselves. If they rock with me, Double H's Hood Hope Movement, and they see that I ain't rocking with a certain individual, that's the indication right there. I don't got to talk behind nobody back. I don't got to whisper gin. I don't got to backbite. Once they see I ain't rocking with that individual, that should be the indication right there. Now, I'm going to give you the two signs, because this ain't for everybody. This is for people that's on something. See, everybody ain't on nothing. And then they get bitter and sad because you own something. The fact that you ain't on nothing ain't got nothing to do with the fact that I'm on something. And the fact that I'm getting on ain't got nothing to do with the fact that you ain't on. If you ain't on, who fault is that? And if I do get on, who fault is that? With, with team sports, you on, on the NFL and football, right? How many players hit that field? I think about nine, like in the... Uh, like in the, uh, in the, in the uh, what's that, the MLB, the ma a major baseball league or whatever. How many players hit that field in football? However many players hit that field in football, I think it's nine. Everybody who watch football, and I ain't really into sports like that. If I ain't betting on the game, I, don't, I have no divested interest in it. I don't care who win. And I can tap on that a little bit. A bunch of men running around with tight pants on, big swole working out dudes. Uh, play fighting, wrestling and throwing each other around and landing on top of each other and throwing a ball around. That's very exciting, though. That's very, ooh, look at that, look at that. It's a bunch of men watching it. You clapping, these big swole dudes running around with some tight pants on. A lot of them smack each other on the butt in sports, too. But th th that's entertaining to you, so I ain't mad, though. Do you, and I'm going to do me. 
if I ain't betting on the game, and I really don't gamble, so I don't care who win. But I'm using this as an analogy because it's something a lot of y'all understand. All y'all know in the NFL, the team that win basically is the team that got the best quarterback, right? Like Tom Brady got all them rings, right? The defensive line, right? Or, or offensive line, my fault. I know I know something about sports, but I know something. Yeah, 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 yeah. The offensive line, right? They protect the quarterback, right? The offensive line ain't worried about throwing the ball. They ain't worried about nothing but doing their job, which is to protect the quarterback. Long as the offensive line do their job, then the quarterback can better do his job. No one on the offensive line is qualified to be the quarterback, and the quarterback would never play the offensive line. Boom. What's up, Tony Jackson? Free them all. When you got people like me that's running organizations like Hood Hope Movement, we quarterbacking, fam. We the quarterback. We are the quarterback, which means that we are the most valuable player. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Tom Brady ain't better than nobody on the team that he won with. Everybody played a role. But y'all, not y'all people that's watching, because it might be some chosen ones and some woke ones and some conscious ones and some star seeds watching that clearly understand exactly where I'm, where, I'm, where I'm getting to with this. And this needs to be said. And people that's going through this, you can share this video because I said it for you. You probably the quarterback in your family. You probably the quarterback at your job. But look at your offensive line. They don't want to see you win. So they, they, letting the, they letting the devil through. They letting the defense through. They letting the enemy through. They talking behind your back. They giving away team secrets because they don't want to see you win. The offensive line has a vested interest in seeing the quarterback win because they understand it's a team. If the quarterback don't win, we don't win. But see, we all ain't playing for the same team. And this is clear. And that's where they came with these terminologies from haters and jealousy and envy and all that stuff. So check this out. Now let's get back to something simple with social media since we're living in a social media time, right? And we can use something as simple as social media to, um, to activate the spirit of discernment. And I'm going to end this live on that and get back to my morning routine, working out, boom, get in tune with nature. You know what I'm talking about? You see what it is. Now check this out. When you the LeBron James of your team, when you the quarterback of your team, right? On social media, you posting merchandise for sale. You posting a business you growing. You posting uh, some type of organizational activity that affects the entire community. So you quarterbacking that for community. You might be policing that community. You might be feeding the people in that community. And so you're saying to yourself, I'm the LeBron James out here. I'm the quarterback. I'm the quarterback. I'm what's happening. That's what I say to myself. And so you say, why the offensive line ain't lining up protecting me like they supposed to so I could do more, so I could do more back here. I got to run all around and my offensive line ain't no nothing. Some of us quarterbacks ain't even got no offensive line. Had to fire him or never even, God never even sent us to stab. What's up, bro? Okay, okay, I had to see what's going on. You're creeping through all black with the hood on. It's all good though in the rack, fam. Yes, sir. I had to ask myself, What's really going on? And the spirit blessed me this because I'm not the only one going through it. So when you know you the quarterback of the team and you know you the LeBron James of the team, you know you can win. Why you know you can win? Because you going out to win. You investing in whatever you're doing. You putting it all on social media. You, 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 you putting it out there. You going for it. 
Now, it's nothing wrong with people that's just on social media saying, look, I'm not on here to grow no business. I'm not on here to do community activism. I'm not on here to promote rapping and singing. I'm just on here just to be social because it's social media. I'm just on here showing my family. I'm just on here showing my children and, and, and collaborating and, and just getting off into the whole scheme. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Everybody is playing their own role. Ain't nothing wrong with the offensive linemen. The offensive linemen play a significant role. It's no way Tom Brady, what he got, about five, six, seven rings? They got the most rings in NFL history. It's no way Tom Brady, who has that ring. Y'all see what's going on? Okay. Okay. You see, I'm on live, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Come on, man. Come on. 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 Okay, anyway, back to what I'm saying. It's no way Tom Brady can, can cannot give the offensive line credit. Even though they may be unsung heroes. Who can name the offensive line? I named Tom Brady and I ain't even really into football. I can't name nobody who played on no offensive line in the history of football. I can't name one of them, but I can name a lot of quarterbacks. Donovan McNabb. Dante Cole Pepper to name two dark skinned quarterbacks. But on and on, we know who to start the team. Just like when, Le Le when LeBron James got his first ring, right? We remember it was LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosch. Now, people that's really into NBA probably can tell you all the players. But we know them was the three stars. In fact, when they start putting too many stars on the team, they start saying they stacking the deck, right? So let's say, for instance, you got somebody like me come around, boots on the ground. And then you got the chairman there, Chairman Fred Hampton Jr., uh, uh, Power to the People, Free Mall. Uh, uh, or you got a whole bunch of activists in there who got social media names or who just got names, period. Then they'll say they stacking the deck. They piling up. So the offensive line plays a significant part. But guess who else plays a significant part? The fans, the people that's in the crowd talking, woo, let's go, let's go. They the one bought the ticket. They the one putting money into this. They the one pay Tom Brady bills. Yup. They pay the offensive line bills too. So now here we have a situation where people is, uh, don't want to play their role, don't want to play their part, or really don't have a role and don't have a part. And that's that's cool too. So now here it is. You got you got on social media, you got your, your LeBron James, you got your quarterbacks out here, these people that starting businesses or got businesses going, pushing products or pushing the message or pushing something that requires a whole bunch of people to make it work. Just posting pictures of you and your family don't require a whole bunch of people to make it work. You know what I'm saying? You may be posting that for just your friends that's on your timeline. You may have it um, where it can't be shared because it's just for these people. It's not for the whole world. It's for people that really know you. It's for people that really know your wife. What I'm doing is for the whole damn world. And what a lot of people is doing is for the whole damn world. And it's going to be exposed whether you expose it or not. Why not be a part of it? Tom Brady or LeBron James, they got their rings and won championships whether other people was a part of it or not. Some people was a part of it. Some people rode the bench. Some people was uh, uh, offensive line. Some people, um, whatever. Point is... It's some people that's going to be a part of this. It's some people that's going to be a part of your success. Everybody not going to be a part of your success. Everybody not going to play no role. Now, what we'll we talking about on social media real quick because there's been a lot of posts being made about, they not sharing my stuff. They not supporting me. All that bull crap been going on in life. And, and now it's really going on because of social media and all that. And a lot of people is getting to express their ideas publicly. Check this out. When we hit the court, or when we hit the field, if you ain't got skills like Tom Brady, if you ain't got skills like LeBron James, you ain't got skills like Michael Jordan, what you want the ball for, fam? 
Why do you want the ball? Get a ball to Michael Jordan. Get a ball to Tom Brady. Get a ball to the person who's taking the most shots, who's making the most shots, period. When I say Google hood hope movement, that means I done took the most shots and I done made the most shots. So if I'm saying, bro, you should be sharing what I'm putting out there. And you turn around and say, well, you should share what I put out there. And I do share a lot of people's stuff. And you say, I should share, share what I put out there. If you are not pushing something like hood hope movement, if you are not pushing something that can affect the whole world, if you are not pushing something that can go global, your vision is not on a God level, then why would I give the ball to Bill Cartwright and I'm Michael Jordan? I'm going to keep the ball. And if I ever lose the ball, I'm going to wonder why you ain't trying to get the ball back to me. And with that said, I'm out. Y'all have a great day. Peace. Years ago, you see what I'm saying? So every couple years, they're trying to break our sense of unity when they did that to Black Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? Like when the men and women were working together for the Black Panthers. It's just like, uh, so we do know that there is it's a psychological so amen so i like how you threw that in there and interjected with that deep demonstration like now it became spiritual too though because now it's about masculine energy and feminine energy and they're trying to convince the masculine be more feminine to convince the feminine be more you know what i'm saying so it's like a confusion and a balance well dr phil valentine referred to it as um gender bending chemicals have been um induced into i don't know what's going on to be honest but you uh, um a lot of due to technology and and um the internet we've seen those frogs they experimented on you seen that i have not well it's basically they gave him some type of chemical and the frog became gay so of course it's a bunch of technical oh, wow. mumbo jumbo and this that and the third but of course it was a very viral subject and viral video <clears throat> um and you know they they speak about gender bending chemicals. And and you know what else I see? That's also to stop us, like to keep us to uh, keep turning the other cheek. You see what I'm saying? Because if we if we allow our masculine energies, our defense system to be feminine, they're not going to want to. You know what I'm saying? Stand up and defend. And I'm not saying that the masculine is the only one that has to be on the front line. But what I'm saying is like that's the position of a masculine energy. If you understand how energy works, a feminine energy is pretty much like a butterfly. She just flow, 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 flow. A feminine energy is like gracefully flowing. It's, it's, it's not very uh, direct as a masculine energy. So okay. That's why, okay. You know, the feminine energy, she brings in that creativity where the masculine, he brings in the structure. And that's what I say. I have a lot of creativity. I have a lot of vision. But sometimes me, Ooh. I need that masculine energy to have that structure. And like you said, to go on the forefront to say, hey, this is so okay. In the household, right? The reason why they say that the men—not—not not that I wholeheartedly believe this—but mm-hmm. the reason why they say that the men come first is because the woman she has the she she is a spiritual connection for the family because a woman is more in tune with her emotions or should she should be more in tune with your emotions. And when you when you're more in tune with your emotions, when you understand that, you understand intuition, and intuition is connected to spirituality. So. That woman, because she has the vessel of God, she is literally a portal of God. She's going to guide her man, the masculine energy, and the man has to understand his role and not see it as because I have to be her. Oh, I'm supposed I'm supposed to be her servant. No, it's not to say that you're less than. It's just a position that we have to play to respect each other. So 
this man, he goes on to lay that foundation in the physical and here in this world because it's a man's world. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking thing. about, sis. Go ahead. Go ahead. But um, we have lost that balance because, like you said, we keep playing blame game. But fuck blaming how this happened because it gets to a point to where we can't keep saying, well, they did this to us. Fuck no, no, but see, no, 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 don't, don't get, don't get me misunderstood. Don't get me misunderstood. Now I'm talking about the people that's saying that, though, sis. It's still happening. I know how this happened and going into the past, it's still happening. <laughs> Right, we ain't going into the past. They they did it yesterday. The, the system did it today. Right. They did it this morning. So it ain't like y'all keep bringing up the sixties. Y'all keep talking about Malcolm X. No, y'all y'all destroyed us this morning. <laughs> I hear you, honey. I definitely right. do. So I don't mean to um, dismiss anything that you said. Right. But what I'm trying to get to is the point is if we keep circling around problems, if we keep pointing our fingers at the problems, we don't have enough time to fix our damn selves and go within ourselves and say, hey, I can be the solution. No, nah, you're right though. I'm I'm agreeing with you, but you know we gotta yeah, like, we gotta include the masses. We gotta include the masses in the discussion. The honorable minister Louis Farrakhan said, "Our nation will rise no higher than our woman." Now he's arguably the greatest, strongest, bravest, most vocal black man on earth right this minute. Arguably, anybody can make that argument about him. And this is one of his most famous quotes to me. And I firmly believe that. And so I agree with everything you said. And we are the solution. We are Hood Hope Movement. And this is spiritual. But you know what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I wasn't, I wasn't on nothing. Go ahead. If you feeling it, come on with it. Okay. So, yeah. When you said that he said this nation will uh, rise. What, the same. Can you say that again? He said our nation will rise no higher than our woman. And, and then in, in, in context of that. Do you, are you aware of other sisters in the nation? You aware of them and how they behave, how they dress, etc. They etiquettes and codes and blah blah blah, right? No. Okay, just go ahead. In. Go ahead. Now I can I can understand where he's coming from because, like I just told you, the woman is the closest vessel that we have here physically in this realm to God. Okay, then. That's why the men. Wait, hold up. So the women should be holding themselves in a certain standard, but the men have to lead. They are not uh, giving these women a sense of um, protection when it comes to being vulnerable. Because a lot of women that are vulnerable or, you know, who, who, who walks in their feminine energy are not protected on these streets. Okay, pause. Now, you said um, that it's a man's world. And then I, I heard that everything you said didn't go one end out the other. But I definitely caught that part. And uh, James Brown made that a famous song, blah, blah, blah. And it is. And Tupac said it's a white man's world. That's also a famous song. So when we understand that, okay, this world is dominated by material stuff, unless you off in Ghana, where I'm planning right. on going to, where you could just be a man and go hunt and bring back what you bring back based on whatever. I don't know how they're living, but I'm going to figure it out. But the point I'm making with that is in this society where a man is being judged on material assets, and I'm not justifying brokenness either. I'm saying that we know who run this demonstration. It's accusations of our most successful people that had to do this, that, and the third to obtain this demonstration. Heavy accusations. Am I speaking facts? 
Uh-huh. Right, heavy out there, the Illuminati, etc. You know what I'm talking about? It's all over YouTube. It's everywhere. People that got their page took talking about it. It's serious. That they did this to obtain this material stuff that we deem is all that, the 800 credit score. And I've done lives right. about it because I've done boots on the ground in the community and was, uh, you know, I, I could talk a little shit, you know what I'm saying? Because I got a few receipts. And so I have not seen these 800 credit score scholar brothers that our sisters won't pulling up doing a damn thing for us in the trenches. I see regular people that I seen sisters get on the bus. She got two children. Sister got on the bus, a sister, and went out to the Hampton house and made a donation to my face. She came there on the bus to donate to the Black Panthers. Where's these 800 credit score people putting up? Er, You feel me? The ones that that everybody wants. This world. So first you mentioned how we need to... um, you have to kind of like know your value and, and monetize things, right? Amen. Now, Amen. as a woman, would you expect for a woman that you raised or that that's your sister or mother to to pick a man who not only I don't think that it's women are coming to attack men who don't just simply have money, right, but I think on. that uh, there's a lack of vision and there's a lack of structure because a lot of times, right, know, we right. as the women we want to kind of we coddle the men because. There's, there is that notion of the world is hard on men, so we keep making it easier and keep making it easier to where he can come he can come sleep in my house and he ain't even got to pay a bill. I'll cook for him. But then they, they take advantage of that. And then they'll right. do whatever, who knows what. You know, so a lot of women have been taken advantage of because the men feel as though they don't have any responsibility. Dang. And they should just be taken care of. And so, you know, it does come, a, um, there's a certain like, I feel like luxury is an illusion. So that's why I don't solely place my value in the monetary, you know, though I understand it is valuable. You know, we're going to get some money and we're going to make sure we build some things. But what I'm saying is this world is very, um, it has been very uh, materialistic and a lot of people put too much emphasis on materialism. And with that said, we're now going into the age of Aquarius to where now it's like the great awakening because everybody has to go back into their emotions and what happens when you go into your emotions you become more in tune with your intuition and then the spirituality and the consciousness the collective consciousness is rising so things are becoming more balanced again you're speaking on balance now look you're speaking on balance and balance equates with value am i am i i'm I'm, I'm making sense right there i'm a libra anyway and so but yeah Balance and value. So the value that this man or woman is bringing to the table may not necessarily be monetary, but and that's that's true right. when it comes to the spirit because the spirit is bigger than material. The spirit is everything. So now we right. talking about spirit. Now we trumping everything. Keep it real. Some of these people ain't spiritual. Exactly. If you watch my little video I did, I was talking about where Umar Johnson and Kevin Samuels is lacking spirituality. I talked about where the alpha male right. is a male that's about God. You're not finna tell me this an alpha male just because he got a Lamborghini and three wives and they partying their ass right. off. He's an alpha male. How he an alpha male when he ain't got no hood to claim and our people starving in the trenches right, being right. mistreated exactly. and he don't give a damn about that but this pastor or this imam or this regular Joe that's coming out sweeping up the neighborhood and teaching our children. He ain't no damn alpha male. So, right. you know, I talked about that. So I talked about that in the live, but I ain't go deep as you just made me think about the value. The value of a man or woman is not just in her economics. I had talked about before who's raising their son to take care of somebody's lazy daughter. And that the double standard is, and speaking from a man's perspective, but again, not justifying being brokenness. That's some BS too. I'm saying that, yeah, you're supposed to get it. And the sisters, I don't know, tell her how. Again, that's where you come in at to translate 
a woman's language or how do she motivate a man. See, they teach that at the nation. A woman just cuts your ass out. And that's not motivating you. That's making it worse. I'm telling you that right. from a man's perspective. But that's maybe her way of motivation because we speak in different language. You said that earlier in the dialogue. We think different than a mother effer. And so we want each other to make sense, but it just ain't going to make sense unless we have a translator. So that's where them books came out and why Steve Harvey was a bestseller. Like he translating uh, man's language. This is how we think and this, that, and the third. But even beyond that, look at the divorce rate, et cetera. Now back to that, that balance and value. I'm going to end it with this. Check this out. If I'm taking care of you, right? Like, man, bro taking care of sis. You know what I'm saying? She met her a good man, bro. He got that bag. He doing good. He helping her children and everything. He taking care of sis. Sis just doing her social media, putting out books and stuff. She woo-woo. And they be like, man, that's a good relationship. But if you taking care of me, then they say I'm a bum, though. Well, because there is an indication. Well, it depends on the value. So, fuck what they say. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get everybody right. to understand, too. Because, you know, they right. will say, oh, well, you shouldn't be with a woman that's that. You shouldn't be with a man that's this. You shouldn't do this. You did it. Everybody got their fucking opinions, but it ain't going to matter until that, that man and that woman come together with an understanding. And they have to figure out what the fuck's going to work for them. So, right. if that woman feels as though this man is in my household and he is valuable, because like that's why I got to get people to see that there's so much value outside of just money. Because this man can be very much so valuable in the home if he's not lazy, like you said, if he's being uh, contributing. You know, but sometimes there's an indication of a man having to be a provider. Like, like if you're not actually physically working or... You know, oh, you just went like deep, sis. Is that is that aspect of manhood eliminating a lot of men out the market? Like at one point, Tyler Perry wasn't on the market because he was sleeping in his car. Well, because it, it does matter. Because just like you said, you wouldn't want a woman who uh, ain't really ain't got no. It's, it's a mindset. So you right. really don't want anybody who ain't got no ambition or no or no oomph about them. Who don't right. want more than what they already have. Like I had a guy that was working, but he was just okay with working at Family Dollar. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> you know, like some people, some people want to, uh, you got to have the same, uh, you got to be, mindset got to be the same. Well, now you're talking you about compatibility, you're talking about compatibility exactly. evenly yoked. Exactly. And so, so yeah, we, what, we got what stuff for that. Down to. It's not just about um, what other people feel like that man not being valuable. But there is some instances where, hell no, he ain't valuable if he want to just lay up on the couch, talk shit, and <laughs> same goes for a woman. You know, there are. See, we got to respect each other's um, experience, too. Because I might say, like, I don't know no... See, I'm not that type of girl that pop off and yell at me. And that's not that's not my experience. That's not the type of woman I was. I was a supportive one, you know? So when... You know, I know that men have had experience, and I can notice that a lot, especially when men are defensive towards me, when I'm nurturing in the beginning, and they be like... They be on guard because they be, like, scared to trust a woman's nurturing. Because... I guess maybe they've been manipulated before or something. So I know a lot of men are... That's, that's that, uh, we got to do a segment on that called Bit by the Narcissist. I'm telling you, we're going to be viral. Yeah. Bit by the Narcissist. Yeah, so we have, we have, <laughs> we have also abused each other in the community. Like, like you said, there's women that abuse men, um, who take advantage of men because, you know, just bitches be bitches. I don't know. <laughs> now, I think the Trump card... That we have as we enter this podcast thing, as we enter this virtual world of monetization and uh, meeting other people. And it's, it's, it's like I got hood hope people in Ghana. I've never been to Ghana. That's only because of the Internet. 
And like the internet yeah. is our receipts because who's keeping tabs of somebody who's giving back? Some say, oh, they go live just to brag. No, nah, just like when people go live shaking their ass, they having a good time. I don't really judge it. I like shaking their ass too, but I know right. it's so much right. going on in our community. We just don't need nothing else, not no more drops of negativity put on us. But it is what it is. But I, and when people right. go live giving back, they having fun. That's their way of turning up. And I'm with that. Long as you're not showing people or that don't want to be shown or making our people feel ashamed. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been yeah. felt that type of energy before too, where some of our people feel like, you know, feel bad standing in line. But now since this scandemic and damn near everybody's hurting, you know what I'm saying? People be standing in the uh, food line laughing it up, you know, like, hey, I'm not embarrassed. And so ain't nothing to be embarrassed right. about. I, I feel like it's something to be embarrassed about if you committing crime to get something and it's something free right here for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not living in your integrity. So, yeah, it gets really deep. In, and then, like you said, it doesn't always have to be so deep either. Like that, I'm, like you said, look, live your life. You know, I, I do advocate for that too. I advocate for fun and sexuality. and But there is, it's such a thin line with this world because, you know, this world is a, a, it's like a contradiction. A lot of things are. And so, you know, there's a sense of duality. Like you have to have duality. And so... You speak a lot of teachers from the more scientific of America. Where I, I could tell you haven't really studied that, but I, I, from me studying a lot of different schools of thoughts and being around a lot of different people and having conversations with intelligent sisters like you as well, sword sharp and sword. Um, I've learned that it's just one truth. You know what I'm saying? Like we was talking about fair cow, was talking about our nation will rise no higher than our woman. I'm sure if we dug deep into other philosophies or teachings, we'll find a similar statement in there about the woman should be put on a pedestal or whatever. Even like with the Virgin Mary, or we could just find it somewhere where we know the woman has been escalated in society and that has proven to be effective. Even right now, when you said it's a man's world, look at this damn world. We should turn that into a bar. It's a man's world. And then you come in. But look at this damn world. Because I know James Brown's sister. I can call James Brown's sister and get her as a guest on our podcast. Yes, ma'am. And she got songs out. Yeah, she got songs out talking about pull your damn pants up. And she say they killed her brother. She willing to talk about it publicly. But, sis, I ain't trying to get my stuff took down early because, you know, the conspiracy is real. And I lost some good pages before. During that scandemic, when I was going in on this, that, and the third, and talking about them people took them pages like, uh, Negro, please, you think you finna literally get on here and just talk about us oh, like this and talk about them 33,000 emails you think you finna just tell the whole world that we some pedophile and scumbags and thieves on your page that's on our page we own this damn thing bad boy they ain't put me in jail they took the whole page I was telling you was going to trump us, though. It was like Umar Johnson who got... I mean, we talking about people in our field. Not that they are competition, but we taking this serious now. We, we speaking that language now. Like they say, speaking to existence, we saying they're in our field. Our field is um, digital. We provide digital content. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, Hood Hope Magazine is going to be a hard copy where we coming out four times a year and probably put out 100 copies, and each copy going to be $100. And so, like... Okay. If we was dropping a copy right now, we'll probably put Larry Hoover uh, on the front and, you know, get a family some of the money. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm from Chicago and I, I go by the rules. You feel me? But I'm just giving you an example. 
Yeah, I'm just uh, other people. You can still use Larry Hoover. They can't do nothing to you. Like it's not illegal or against no rules to do it. Yeah, out of respect. Thank you, yeah. sister. Thank and, you. And, see, I'm that. I'm that deal, sister. Doing, it ain't just simply about, uh, like you said, gaining clout. What you doing? You act like boots on the ground. That's why the movement so uh, adamant. Like even out there in Ghana, because we can, we can, you know, identify rich. And you actually out here working, and that's why I say, like you said uh, in one of your videos, that there's not a lot of people living out here doing this work anymore. Actually, getting out there and being with the people. But so it's it's not it's not easy, and so that's oh, yeah. why they say and they I say chosen one. I was for that too, shit. I was I had opportunity to get out there, but I was like, no, nah, I don't want to go marching. Goddamn. No, nah, so <laughs> check it out, sir. Check it out, sir. Power to the people. That's just, you, I you, like, you, that's you are hood hope movement queen. You fit the criteria for hood hope okay. movement. The bottom line is this. Yeah. The bottom line is this, and this will make it all make sense. Hood Hope Movement. We we a real movement, like we boots on the ground, and we need Hood Hope Movement, Wisconsin. In fact, uh, hold on, let me let me stop recording. Hold on.